Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. I used to be pretty incredible myself when I lived in Brooklyn. Mary, what happened? I moved to Manhattan. <laughs> this is Tony Manero. He's got the looks. He's got the guts. He's got the moves. Now, all he needs are the bricks. Oh, you think that because you're on a show and I'm not, that's competition, yeah. right? I think competition. Well, what is it? Envy. If he's going to get to the top. Can you be sure that's ever going to happen? It's going to take everything he's got. You want to dance here? You follow my rules. Because I'm going to push you until you think you're going to die. Paramount Pictures presents John Travolta in a Robert Stigwood production. A Sylvester Stallone film. Staying alive. Gotta look out for Great. You ain't got the moves for Broadway. Oh, I ain't got the moves, right? Oh, really? I love you, Jackie. Guys like you aren't relationships. You're exercise. Oh, man in you. Bring up the man in me. If you're hot over somebody, I don't want to always hear about it. I just respect the dancing, that's all. Yeah. And her legs and her face and her... Come on, the girl's got like an abundance of talent. I've never been asked to leave before. Oh, don't take it personally. Well, how can I not? There's nobody else here in the room. But you can't treat me like this anymore. I promise it'll never happen again. What you've got is an anger and an intensity, and that's what I need to make this show work. No one will ever know you just don't have it. I got it? You're kidding me. Way to go, Manero! I need a It's five years later, but the fever still burns. Staying alive. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic.
dude. Whoa, dude, dude, no! Oh. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Movie Sucktastic. Hello. Episode 126. Yes. Ish. Um. <laughs> Something in that range. Yeah, no, that that sounds right. That sounds good. I think it sounds right. So. So. <laughs> how you doing? I'm doing. How are you doing? I'm I'm doing great. Watch Staying Alive. And uh Yeah, it's a bad one. It's a real bad one. Yeah. And that that, that movie trailer, I just want to get this out, is so long. <laughs> and At the end of the trailer, when he said it's been five years later, I'm like, Yeah, since the trailer started, what the fuck? <laughs> but the trailer is so long, and the movie is so bad, and so much doesn't happen, that you that three-minute trailer is the entire film. And I'm not even kidding. That is the entire movie in that three-minute trailer. Minus, like, half a sex scene between uh, Travolta and um, the one British girl in the movie. But everything you see in the trailer... The, and, might I point out, that there are alternate cuts in that trailer for, uh, that uh, from what actually happens in the film, too. Just even, like, the same scenes happen, but they're said differently. Like, the one girl says, you're not relationship. You're, what did she say? You're not a relationship. You're uh, practice or some shit like that. Um, she says it differently in the trailer. Like, she's laughing, whereas in the film, she says it more serious. Well, that happens often, because what will happen is they'll take... Uh cuts they don't use and they'll send it off to have the trailer made while they're making the film that's cool. actually not too uncommon it always ir irritates the shit out of me when it happens yeah i'll agree i mean i'll give you a perfect example uh the, the film desperado oh yeah yeah, yeah. uh antonio banderas right yeah there's a scene in the film where he's hiding behind the bar and he's trying to load his gun quietly while uh uh buco bucho 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 Pucho is on the other side of the bar with, um, what's her name? Sama Hayek. Oh, Hayek. And, and he, he, like, he, like, slides back the, the barrel and he makes this expression, or whatever, which is, and it's really good. And I got so used to that trailer in the film, they use a different cut. So he does it, but it's different. And it always irritates me because I like the trailer one better. No, I agree. I agree. And I, and you're right. It, it's annoying when it's done and it's done. I don't think it's done as often now as it used to be. No, uh, definitely not. But, but yeah, I think nowadays it's it's better. But uh, they used to do it a lot back in the day. Mm -hmm. So, uh -huh. staying alive, the sequel to Saturday Night Fever. Well, well. So he here's the deal. Uh, before we started recording tonight, here's the deal, uh, yo. We 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 uh, we 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 started talking as we do before we start recording. <laughs> and uh, and I, I was explaining to Joey how I was so busy, I didn't get a chance to watch the movie till today. And then today, while I was trying to get to watch it, I had this huge kerfuffle with uh, Netflix because they wanted me to change my my email for my account. But then when I would go to do it, it wouldn't let me. So I, I used the chat room, uh, which is somebody in India, and they... <laughs> They uh, helped me, supposedly, then signed off, and what they did was not change my email address, but open up a new account using my email address. 
So I had to call and get. Oh. I got a great uh, American to help me on uh, fixing that. And but when all was said and done, I finally got remoted in. And I was finally able to watch it. And at one point, you mentioned, "Well, you know, now we get the review staying alive." And I kind of paused. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I just watched Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> In all the confusion, I forgot which one of the films we were watching, and I ended up watching the first one. <laughs> and, and I've, I've never and really, I've never really watched either from beginning to end. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen Staying Alive. So, and I've seen bits, bits in the past of Saturday Night Fever. So, I honestly just didn't never clued into. The, every now and then, I thought like, it has a weird sequel. But it, <laughs> <laughs> and and I hate to admit it, but Saturday Night Fever is a goddamn masterpiece compared to staying alive it's it's not a bad movie it's that's why i was I watched to say it's unenjoyable for me because i am so tired of films with uh the accents right uh and not to knock anybody who talks with a brooklyn accent but for the love of god i can't spend more than a couple hours listening to it i really oh, I can't know. i know um and the whole time i'm watching staying alive and i'm watching it and i just keep thinking in my head I just keep thinking, I got that fucker good this week. <laughs> you didn't even fucking watch it. I'm sorry. You you should watch it anyway, though. We won't. Re- we'll we'll do what we need to do tonight. But you, mm. you I, I'm not watching this one alone. You have to see this one. I, I will. I promise. I, I'll, okay. I'll do my homework. But uh, yeah, I, I watched yeah. the first one. Yeah, good for you. It's funny because I just, I just this week I finally got a chance to watch uh, the town. Oh, that's uh, Ben Affleck, right? Correct. Yeah. And uh, same thing. I heard thing. it was. I haven't seen it yet. I heard it was very good. Though. Good. Yeah, I finally got around to see it myself. Very good. I enjoyed it. I liked it. It's it's a uh, good film. Uh, but again, even though I liked it, there's only so much I can take of the, of the uh, inner city accents. <laughs> I it's me moon uh moonstruck moonstruck I can't can't do it there well moonstruck Manhattan the town is is what they uh, talk what they talk it's massive it, it, it's it's all this it, I don't care what city you go to they've got this they, they, you know like the the north it, it's, it's just this it's fucking New England New England accent ka yeah, uh, ba let's go to the ba it's not that far we'll take my car I, I, I just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really my wife. Can't, I can't my wife has family in Massachusetts, and they all talk that way. And they come I'm, here and tell us we talk funny. I'm like, they don't don't come to my state and tell me we talk funny, please. You're not allowed. You say when you say talk funny, you mean I sound like I'm not a retard? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> what are you a half a fucking retard? Yeah, I mean, and and a lot of the humor of like these films is from the idea that you sound like morons. The way you're talking, you really do. You, you're, you can't. You're not pronouncing anything properly. You sound like a fucking idiot. That's and that. Whenever those di- those those accents are used, nine times out of ten, it's right. meant to come off like that. So I don't feel bad saying it because I think it's just public it's, common well, it's, knowledge. It's, a, it's 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 the intention of uh, how they do it. It's on I, purpose. Fargo, Fargo, I can handle. Moonstruck, I can't handle. I am I, I almost. Uh, left the movie theater screaming uh, because of Fargo. And not so much the the accents, but because of who I was with that ruined the film for me for years. 
you know, it was dealing with these two people <laughs> that were uh, getting high in the theater and then leaning over. If someone doesn't get hurt or killed, we're leaving. And then someone would get hurt or killed, and it's like, okay, great, we get to stay, and they get to get more high. <laughs> you know, and then the accent, I'm like, Jesus Christ. But then it wasn't until years later that I was able to watch, I revisited the movie and saw saw it for how brilliant it really is. Got, got, got to help the people when I'm in the theater, and, and, and one of them says the other one, if someone doesn't get hurt or killed, we're leaving. <laughs> I will intervene there. Yeah, there's a Robitussin power hour. That's what that's got, what was happening in that theater. I got an idea. How about I hurt somebody and you fucking leave? How about that? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, here's a scene where the girl is like, you're not a relationship. You're just exercise or practice. And the girl next to her, they want to have a threesome with Tony Monero. And the girl that's with her is the girl from just one of the guys. <laughs> The one that dresses up as a guy the whole film. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah. Two years later, she's got the lead in a film and then never seen never seen again. Which is a good thing. <laughs> it is a good thing. She was a Playboy Playmate. There's a, that... I, ha I used to have a, a pack of cards with all the naked Playmates on it, and she was one of them. That's horrible. And? Horrible. Now, now, have, having seen the first film, I you can weigh in with a couple. <laughs> I can weigh in with some questions on the second film, and you can answer them for me. Sure. Since that's how we should sequel. do this interview, because there's no way I'm going to be able to carry an interview with me being the only one that's seen it. It's not an get, interview. It, uh, a review. I'm sorry. Review. Yeah, not an interview. You're not. <laughs> It'll get that. boring very quickly if I do that. May as well have done well, a solo episode. <laughs> No. Having having being someone who just watched the first film, uh huh, and let me let me bring up my cast list here because all the names I can't remember. And all all I remember is like just annoying accents, annoying. I I don't remember any names, so I need to bring that up real quick. Can I also mention very quickly? Uh, no, no, no. Okay. Uh, at the end of the film, when they're doing the the huge dance number on Broadway. They cut back to the crowd and people's reactions, like Tony Monero's mother's in the crowd, and they're showing stuff that's going on stage, and then they're going back to the crowd. Because it's shot by Stallone, take everything that you see at the end of this film and move, a, uh, move it into a boxing ring. It's the exact same style that he shot the Rocky films, where it's like, you know, they're getting punching each other to death in the ring and then they go to the, the crowd and then you get the react it's the exact same thing except okay. that it's broadway you know and i never put two and two together uh until recently when i challenged this film to you because i had zero idea that stallone had directed it zero and the only reason why i even figured that out was because there's this cameo of Stallone in the movie, like like super quick. And that was how I challenged this film to you, because there's a cameo of James Franco in uh, The Wicker Man at the end of the right. film. And it was just like this odd cameo. It's like, wait, this guy's famous, doesn't need to be in The Wicker Man, yet here he is. <laughs> Whereas in Staying Alive, it was like, this, this guy is super famous, yet he's in Staying Alive. 
Oh, it's because he wrote and directed it. Oh, okay, I get it. So that was my theme. That was my challenge to you. So, do you have a movie challenge for me? Or are you just going to kind of throw something at me? Or is that going to come after the fact? Like when we're done, you'll figure it out later. Well, I have a couple questions about the sequel since I haven't seen it. Shoot. Being being someone who just sat, sat through Saturday Night Fucking Fever for mm-hmm. no reason whatsoever. None. Uh, which is pro- probably the worst way to sit through it. Uh, in the sequel, do we find out what happened? Do they actually find... Uh, is there a closure with the... Uh, with the uh, missing body of his friend that falls off the bridge at the end. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not brought up at all? Not only is it not brought up, but the only person from the original film is his mother. That's it. Do they mention what happened with his brother? Uh, did he ever regain his faith and go back to the church? Again, his mother is the only one even remotely from the first film and what they talk about is how he used to be a douchebag in the first film and that he's a better person now that's so it so they don't talk about his they don't talk about his brother that left the church and has he gone back and and has he come to terms with his faith or has he gone to seek new work not unless there's an alternate cut not the version i saw is there any mention of who replaced him at the hardware store <laughs> no cuz he had just gotten uh, a a $4 raise to $4 which at in the seventies I, I assume was a lot of money. And, you know what four dollars uh, buys you these days? Not even not three dollars. Three dollars. <laughs> it's scary that you can roll that off too. I don't yeah. Know. Oh, I, I just, didn't know that. We could have used the conversation for dinner. It's like, oh, really, <laughs> really, Dad? Yeah, so yeah. No dancing, dancing it at the hardware store. That's the only two places people told me I do something good. So no uh, mention right of there. the father as well about. Uh, I do believe uh, the father has. No, they do mention the father because he passed away. Oh, okay. They, and you know what? To be completely honest, they probably I haven't I didn't do any homework on that, but he might have actually that character that actor he might have actually died and they just wrote no. that in. Actually, I did do some quick research when I found out I watched the wrong fucking film. And apparently he uh, he was asked originally to, to reprise his role, but they changed it or something. And so they didn't put him in there. Oh, so, okay. So he was still kicking. At one po- yeah, they were planning on putting him in the film, but something changed. Who knows? Okay. So we don't find out what happened to Bobby C. Uh, no. I think it was the guy who fell off the bridge. You never called me, Tony. Why didn't you call me, Tony? You never called me. Ah, I just jumped off a bridge. <laughs> now I'm dead, Maybe. Tony. Now I'm dead. <laughs> I'm fucking dead, Tony, and you still never called me. Now, see, in the sequel, he should have like like his he dead friend tried. calling him, and like the dead of night, like like it'd be like American World in London. No, no, no. It, better yet, he should have just been trying to call his friend the whole film and having a fucking breakdown the whole film because of it. <laughs> Like, now, every did, once in a while in the film, he picks it up and tries to call his friend. <laughs> That's what he should have done in, in, in the sequel. I like that one, too. You know, just, just to show that it's still fucking with his head. It could, it could have been more super... Or you could go to Supernatural route, where every time he's near a phone, it rings, and it's it's him. <laughs> Listen, stop yeah. calling me. You could do that. Why um, not? <laughs> now, do, does he uh, get any guidance or support from uh, Stephanie, the, his, the... the the girl he 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 uh, tried to rape and then made friends with at the end of the first film. Uh no, no, not in the no. movie. 
So, so she's not in the movie at all. She's not there no. as, as support they actually or replaced her with. Basically, they took that character and kind of they kind of move her into this film just played by somebody else. It's not the same person. Uh, it's not the same character. It's just that they kind of took the essence of that kind of relationship he had in that first film and moved it into this second one. It's just a it different is, different person. They, they put a different character in the role of the supportive female friend that he's Pretty not much. fucking. Right, okay. Well, there's this like love triangle. Like There's this girl that he's seeing, and it's the girl, uh, what is her name, Cynthia Rhodes, she is the girl from Dirty Dancing, the one that was Patrick Swayze's dance partner that gets pregnant, and then some guy does this uh, coat hanger abortion on her, <laughs> you know, and then uh, baby, baby, nobody puts baby in a corner, uh, her father comes and fixes her up. Uh, right. She is in this film. She plays Tony Monero's girlfriend. Uh, she didn't then, really do too much else, except she was no. in Runaway. Oh, God, she was the following year? <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with her? She was also in Flashdance. I don't remember her in Flashdance. Did we do Runaway? No, we never did. Huh. <laughs> Maybe we will now. <laughs> Maybe. Dude, there's so many. I, you know, you could just... Uh, I, Between Stallone, Travolta, I mean, yeah, it could be anything. Fuck. I haven't seen Runaway since I was a little kid. I haven't. Well, I don't. <laughs> I do. I'll have to get uh, it. So, um, do we ever find out if, if the uh, the Barracudas were the people that, that jumped their friend that was in the hospital? Uh, no. 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 It was fucking Barracudas. We gotta mm. go fucking get them. Sandy. Oh, it's the wrong movie. So, so usually... <laughs> So, so usually you make a, a sequel to answer all those unanswered questions from the first film, but in this case, it's kind of like Lost, where we haven't answered any questions. Oh, it's a it's all. a whole different film. Hmm. I mean, it's Broadway compared to Disco Dance Floor. So, you if know? I haven't seen the first it, film and I watch Stay, if I and I watch Staying Alive, it doesn't detract at all from that film. The only connection between the first and second film is Tony Manero. That's it, and, and that he's and his mother, and, and his mother. mother, and his mother. Does he yell at her like he does in the first film? That was no. funny. No. <laughs> uh, he hits my hair. I work a really, I work really hard on my hair, and he hits it. Oh, it's funny you mentioned that since I did my research for the first film, which we weren't supposed to watch. Uh, that wasn't part of the script. That wasn't that wasn't him acting. That he was actually complaining because because the, the other actor kept hitting him in the back of the head. <laughs> oh really? But they kept it because it was it seemed so in character that they left it. <laughs> I work really hard on my head, and he hits it. <laughs> that was that was John. That was John. That, that was, was good old John. Johnny boy. <laughs> oh my God! So, so yeah. The only connection is Tony Monero and his mother, and that's it. the The fact that he still dances in this is is really the only connection between the two films. The difference is it's not disco, but Broadway. So I guess they tried to 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 make it so that he likes dancing. He's trying to make a career out of dancing. Disco is dead. 
when this film was coming out, Disco had been dead for about f- four years. So yeah, because Saturday Night Fever really hit at the exact perfect time because Disco was really only popular for about three or four years max. Oh, yeah, Disco died about two years after uh, I mean, Saturday max. Night Fever. Yeah, and yeah. they they just because there were a couple of films that like Roller Boogie, you know. Like the disco was already dead when that came out, you know, and that was we did, only roller, like, we, we did roller boogie, and that was like a yeah. year after Saturday Night Fever, you know. So there was this really small window of when you could release a film with that subject, and uh, Saturday Night Fever really just, you know, they nailed it. They they got that that time slot. Now, uh, so obviously they couldn't go with disco again because. You know, they thought disco was going to last forever, and it didn't. So they went with Broadway, which disco disco is forever, sir. No, it's not. <clears throat> disco is forever. Now I did a little homework on because the film is awful. It's god awful. Four point one on IMDb, awful. It actually should probably be a little worse than that because there are these long lulls in the film. Uh, like this is a ninety-minute movie. If you cut out all of the dance scenes, because a lot of the times these dance scenes last three, four, five minutes, you know, if you cut them all out, this is probably, I would say, an 80-minute movie, 75-minute movie, max. It's like a Disney film. That's how long it is. I mean, you, you're watching this film, and the dance scene just goes on forever. It, it's... It's almost like like a pseudo documentary where it's like this is, you know, the behind the scenes of how you make a Broadway show. And then here's a whole dance scene. This is what they do. And that's how this film from beginning to end it kind of just rolls that way. But I did a little homework on on uh, the budget and how much it made. And I was surprised that it it, it was a fucking bona fide hit. 22 million dollar budget made 60 60 where is it i got it 63 64 million almost 65 million in 1983 at the box office now the fact that this film in 1983 cost 22 million i find astonishing and it was probably because of all the broadway stuff specifically the ending where it was complete broadway set it was it was completely choreographed um, and as a matter of fact, uh, who was Travolta's dancing trainer? Shit. It was uh, some big Broadway guy. I forget his name. But, um, it, so, I mean, they totally just went all out with the Broadway shit and, uh, cost 22 fucking million dollars. But 65 million dollars it made. Now, that's good enough, even though the film was horrific. To, to have made another movie. You know they would have done it these days. I'm surprised they didn't do it then when shit like that actually happened more often. But they never did. So I guess they kind of decided to just let it die. Well, I may, maybe the critical claim and maybe, I don't know, maybe, uh, I mean, if, if the movie did well, but afterwards everybody still bitched about it, you got a lot of, there's, you know, there's negative press associated with that. Then again, that didn't stop them from doing uh, Rambo 3. There was four Rambos. Four. Although, the four, although the fourth film was just 
you know, Rambo. That was the one Stallone Whoa. did in, what, 2008? And that I was, like that one. That was really good. That was almost a reboot. It's like they, it's, it's almost like they, they said, it's almost like they wanted to reboot it, and he's like, fuck it, no, we're doing a sequel. Right. Thank God. And you could tell that Stallone had his trainers on top of Travolta because he's, he's cut out of fucking stone in this movie. This is mm. probably the best shape Travolta has ever been in his life. Like, zero body fat, like, kind of shape. So. He's hot. Oh, he's totally hot. He's the Italian stallion. Hey, Sandy. Check it out. So, Sandy. I guess, uh, so un- unlike uh, Saturday Night Fever, I guess uh, Staying Alive is uh, is missing the, the iconic imagery, the metaphors of uh, uh, the bridge... Uh, being his bridge away from leaving uh, Brooklyn, leaving the, you know, leaving his past behind him, and uh, I mean, there's there's so much of that going on in Saturday, Saturday Night Fever. So I'm assuming in, in Staying Alive that there's there's none of this. No, that it's just but, all uh, the music and the. About the only thing st- uh, Staying Alive does is it depicts uh, New York, like scummy old New York. Pretty ah. Well. Which I long for the days of old New York. I do. Like I watched it's this film. It's no, I know it's it's can't, it's, can't it's very it cleaned up. It's very cleaned up nowadays, which is no, fine. It's not. It's not. It's, sure. not. it's just it's cleaned up on, on in the movies. Have you been to New York City lately, specifically right. Times Square? Okay. It's fucking right. Disneyland right. right there. All right. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying if you go out to Times Square and make a left, you might not get murdered. Yeah, That's that might saying. happen. Yeah, there's Times Square, then there's the rest of Manhattan. Okay? <laughs> they, the city has not changed. The tourist aspects of it have changed. People a, lo- don't a, lot to- of, a lot of it is in, in much better shape. You can go to a lot of New York and be fine. It is a lot better than it was. It's a lot better than how this movie shows it, uh, because it's 30 years ago. But... I mean, there's a shot of him in Times Square at the end. Like, it's the very, 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 very end. And I'm like, wow. The hookers would yeah. walk up and down this part of New York, and it was no big deal. Again, Times Square. They, they and and I'm, not just, the... I'm not just talking Times Square, though. I'm just mentioning I, I, I refuse. I refuse, uh, I refuse to, to give in to the idea that New York is now a cleaner place. It is not a cleaner place. Oh, it is. It absolutely no. is. Yeah. No, they just changed. They change Murder the rates are way down, way down. It doesn't make it cleaner; it just makes it like less deathly. <laughs> I'm just saying, when this film was made, you could pretty much trip over a dead body. Uh, nowadays, you know, it's 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 a lot better nowadays. Come on, let's not get silly. Really, I disagree. I disagree. Don't disagree. They're they're this showing a shot of New York where where they're they're, they're they're walking in the in the street and it's filled with like goop. <laughs> the streets have goop in them, just uh-huh. ugh, just disgustingness. From from someone who spent the last fifteen years working in the city on a semi regular basis, uh, before you know before the last five years before, uh, but no, it's still a shithole. It's just a shithole in 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 it's with a prettier facade. <laughs> That's all. I don't agree. Fuck, fuck New York. <laughs> he wears this jacket through this entire film, and I swear it has shoulder pads in it. 
Like his shoulders look just gigantic in them. But then when he mm-hmm. takes off the jacket, it's like no, they like they fucking beefed him up. Like he does these moves too, where he kind of like you know rolls his shoulders, almost like a like like he's like peacock trying to show. He's like yeah, yeah, I'm gonna strut. <laughs> he does like strut. It, That's it. At the very end of the film. film, when he nails the Broadway show, you know, where he's like the big star, he's like, yeah, you know what I want to do? I want to strut. And then he walks out onto the street, and then that's when they play um, Staying Alive. Like, the song mm-hmm. from the first film. That's the only time you hear it, other than in the trailer. <laughs> it's ridiculous is what it is. Any favorite lines from uh, Staying Alive? From this one? Staying alive. Um, from staying alive. Let's see. Favorite line. Yeah, there's this whole scene where <laughs> Stallone's brother is in the movie. Frank Stallone. Good old Frank Stallone. <laughs> He's in this movie. He because uh, uh, Travolta's girlfriend is in a band, and Travolta's uh, Stallone's brother is like the lead guitarist. <laughs> Frank, Frank he, Stallone. Yeah. Frank Stallone, and he has the hots for Cynthia Rhodes, and. Uh, he drops her off at the dance factory where they practice. And Stallone, Frank Stallone, says goodnight. He's like, goodnight. And she's like, she gives him this look like, goodnight. And it was supposed to be like they had this thing going. I guess it was just to make, you know, Travolta or Tony Manero jealous. And he's like, ugh. He's, he's like, he, he, what did he call him? Because he's like a child molester. <laughs> He goes, oh, did you hear that? It was so sweet, I got a toothache. <laughs> it's creepy that you, you pull the voice off so well. <laughs> I shouldn't, but I guess I kind of do. I don't know. Mm. I, won't, I won't take credit for it. <laughs> that and Taylor Kitsch, you got them nailed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sandy, I will get you that burrito, chicken burrito. <laughs> now, didn't Taylor Kitsch, didn't he do a film with uh, Oliver Stone? Not that long ago, like maybe a half a year ago. Yeah, yeah, it was. I think it was another one that bombed. It was ho- um, totally bombed. He can't catch a hit, and they're just giving him know. chance I, after it, chance. Doesn't he have that new uh, that new one out where he, he's like a race car driver? Nope, that's not Taylor Hitch. That's uh, the guy that plays Hitch. Thor. Taylor Kitsch, not Hitch. Taylor Kitsch. Kitsch, whatever. But that's the guy that plays Taylor Thor. Hitch. That's that's what's his face. Oh, I thought um, it was him. No. Huh. Uh, Chris no, Hemsworth. He's, he's... It's Chris Hemsworth. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He's poor Taylor. I don't think anything yeah, else ne- coming out in the future has like has big name status written all over it or anything. Yeah, the name of that film is Rush. Rush. Yeah, that's the one. Because I every time I hear it, I keep thinking it's about the band. Well, every time I well, there's another film that I enjoy called Rush with Jason Patrick and Jennifer Jason Lee, where it's about um, their like DEA agents, and they go like way undercover. DEA, DEA. Right. Um, and they go undercover to try and catch this drug, this drug leader, kingpin. They're catching drug guys, yeah. Who's who's now, played made, by Greg Allman? What's that? You made me watch that film. I had never seen that until you uh, mentioned it. Oh, really? I, yeah, yeah. I I liked it a lot, actually. 
Yeah, because you had talked about the scene where he uh, burns himself with the iron to cover up his uh, track marks. Right, right. And, yeah. uh, I, you know, it, it. two things about that film, very quickly. Uh, Greg Allman is the kingpin who he's not, I don't know, maybe in the 80s. That was like, your kingpin, but that doesn't that doesn't happen. Uh, but anyway, they go undercover, and they get strung out on, uh, I believe it's, yeah, heroin. They get strung out real bad on heroin. And uh, it's just a really good all-around film. Jason Patrick, who's donning his best Jim Morrison beard and hair, he was approached to play Jim Morrison a few times and turned them down every time. And I believe Oliver Stone approached him to do the Doors film, and he turned it down as well. And that's when they they got Val Kilmer instead. Um, but it was this whole thing with Jason Patrick playing Jim Morrison because if you even go all the way back to the Lost Boys, there's that scene in the cave when he drinks the wine, and they have all these transitions of, uh, you know, Kiefer Sutherland's character and Jason Patrick. They like fade in and fade out. There's this gigantic poster of Jim Morrison in the cave and they fade out with Jason Patrick's face fading into Jim Morrison's face and it was nearly identical it's like this and I think Joel Silver was setting and I'd have to do homework to like really find out but I think Joel Silver Joel Silver Joel Schumacher was setting up Jason Patrick to play Jim Morrison in some way in the very near future and it just never panned out but anyway I you know, they called this the film Rush, even though there was already a film called Rush, and I hate it when they do that. I guess they figured that the film Rush with Jason Patrick was just not popular enough that anyone would notice. Well, I think they they do it whenever it's um, there's not a conflict of uh, interest as far as the, usually it's if it's a different genre, they don't right. bother. I mean, it usually comes into play if it's two films that might be confused. No one's going to confuse the, a DEA undercover drama with a race car film 20, 30 years later. So true. It's true. Not concerned. Yeah. So, you, you know, especially if it's owned by the same company, then they're really not, you know, cared. I'm not sure if those two films are owned by the same um, uh, company. But Well, I, I know the original film was, was an MGM release, United Artists. And this new one, I don't know if it'll say it is imagine oh because it's ron howard so yeah ron's cool with that um yeah and i do apologize we don't have as much to talk about the film since i didn't see it this is true um it's all your fault i goofed i goofed i admit it we could talk Um, about the chris hemsworth starring in the next avengers film it's called the age of ultron I I am looking forward to the next Shia LaBeouf film. Is that the one with uh, um, Robert Redford? No. I thought it was. Because that one uh, went theatrical for a short while, but you can now see it. I think it's out. Oh, and and also there's this new... um, uh, What's his name from uh, Breaking Bad? He's got a film coming out. Brian Cranston? Oh, Aaron Paul. Aaron the, uh, Paul. Bit, I like Aaron yeah, Paul. Bit, Jesse. Yeah. Jesse. 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 Gatorade me, bitch. <laughs> Magnets, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
he's got a they, they're they're uh, now that he's done doing the show, they're just jackknifing him right into a, a big action film called Need for Speed, oh, and God, it's basically really? just nonstop racing and car crashes. <laughs> so is that I based on I the video game Need for Speed? I, I, I seriously, well, the Need for Speed is about cars going fast, right? Yeah, but there's also yeah. a video game series called Need for Speed. I'm saying, but the video game series is about cars going fast, right? Yes. So it, it's a moot point, yeah. And this is Aaron <laughs> Paul doing this? Yes. He's the lead. You know, I read in an interview that he said he would rather do little indie films over big budget films because he... It's something along the lines of it's more respectable and he just wasn't interested in big Hollywood budget films. And hey. believe me, I like Aaron Paul. I really, really do. But you know what? Breaking Bad's over. Uh, <laughs> it's, yeah, you, you got to make money somehow, right? I, I do not begrudge him whatever amount they're willing to pay him since he's like so hot right now. Like, you right. know, anybody from Breaking Bad right now is fucking hot. Uh, so if they came up to it said and just like threw money at him, what well, you know, when they back that dump truck up and just start pouring piles of cash on your lawn, is that, you really just go out there and say no. Right, I mean, exactly. <laughs> may, maybe at a point. Now I'll tell you what bothers me. Him, young actor, huge break, excellent, part of the zeitgeist now, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, being you know obviously having offers thrown him left and right taking one of them and making a huge big budget action film who knows where it could go he could be the next tom cruise you don't know you want to take that shot i can't begrudge him that when i'm watching television which i rarely do usually these days it's news uh just because I, I'm, a, I'm a glutton for punishment uh, i i see uh let's for example um oh give me an actor an elderly actor Maybe uh, Tom, Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones. Okay. And he's doing fucking commercials oh, for, for TD, TD Ameritrade or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, Tommy Lee Jones. I mean, I, I understand it's a job, but at a certain point, do you still need cash when you're earning so much? I mean, how much money did Tommy Lee Jones make in his career? Oh, really? Sure. I, but I, you know I mean, what? That that's better than. Say someone like Henry Winkler trying to convince you that a reverse mortgage is a smart idea. Well, you don't even get me started on that shit. <laughs> no, but I, I, I just, I, I just, this, this notion that these famous actors, Henry Winkler, okay, maybe he didn't do that much after a certain point acting wise, but he was still involved in, in films. He was still doing stuff behind the scenes. Right. Uh, he was still part of it. Ameritrade commercials, reverse mortgage commercials. Now, Fred Fred Thompson, I think it's it Fred Willard. Uh, Fred, Fred Thompson. Uh, it's Fred Thompson. Fred Thompson, the guy. There's who, actually a bigger actor doing reverse mortgage commercials, and it's a new one. Yeah, it's but, like a legitimate Fred, actor. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, now, doing reverse Fred, mortgages? Now, Fred Thompson, don't get me wrong, he's an ass. All right. Well, yeah. Just, <laughs> because I mean, he he ran he he was running for president uh, on the Republican side, and it was almost like he was just doing it as a hobby. So I really could give a fuck what he's doing now as far as commercials. Yeah, I, he was running for Republican presidential nominee. Then he went to do reverse mortgages. I'm not surprised. But I agree with you. It's just, it's, oh, yeah, Robert Wagner, he's also doing reverse mortgages. It's just, it's, it's just and I don't, I don't want to blur the lines between Movie Sucktastic and our Strangers in a Strange Land podcast, but do, do you, 
for some of these guys, do you hit a point where you just there's no such thing as enough money? Right. Yeah. No, you're I mean, right. I mean, what I what is a reverse mortgage commercial paying? Like now, really? If it's now, for example, now back speaking of Ameritrade commercials. Um, oh yeah, and James Garner is also doing reverse mortgage commercials. Yeah, what, why is James Garner? He's probably still making money off of fucking old westerns. Why? Why is he? Yeah, right. Why is he doing? Are you bored? Does he owe someone a favor? I mean, now, yeah. um, and and I'm so hurting for names right now. So I, I actually have to Google to. Um, I can't even think of anything now. Holy fuck! <laughs> Where were you going with it, sir? There's another actor who who. Uh, Who's doing trade commercials? And it's it's going off. It's oh, um, it's uh, what's his face? Um, he Dennis Hopper. is Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper's dead. He was doing them. <laughs> he did those I, a while ago. Still show them now, but he was doing them. It was about like I think I I thought stuff. you were talking about the other actor. Uh, is it Sam Waterson? Sam Waterson, yeah. He's also doing Ameritrade commercials. Now, but him—he's not a—I mean, he's not a major actor. He's a television actor. No, but he's also see. I think what they he's like to do. Films. He's done films, but I'm saying he doesn't make. He's not like a. a, a he's not an A-list. Let me put it this way: A-list. Right. Sam Watterson's not A-list. What now, they think Dennis they're trying Hopper. to do is they're trying to get these older actors Obviously. to try and and get this uh, perspective of oh they're, they're older they're obviously wise you should listen to them that's what they're going for. What I'm saying is, like, Tommy Lee Jones, dude, you, are you hurting for money? Because I'm sure you, you can have an Oscar, you son of a bitch. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> now, Dennis Hopper, you know he didn't invest his money well <laughs> yeah, no. at all. So when Dennis Hopper does a commercial, you're like, all right. It's like when Willie Nelson started chilling for uh, uh, KFC or who did, who did he start doing commercials for? Um, I think it was KFC. KFC? I forget. I forget. It was. It was a while ago. It was, it was like a. It was like McDonald's. It was KFC or some kind of fast food joint. But that, this was after he got busted by the feds for marijuana or taxes. Tax. I think it was tax evasion or whatever. And they just like nailed him for everything he had. So at that point, like, okay, Willie needs the money. Go ahead, and do the commercials, Willie. Same thing with George Carlin. <laughs> uh, George Carlin really did movies or television, but then the, the the IRS nailed him for some shit. It's like, all right, I guess I'm making a sitcom. Totally oh, understandable. God, that's right. I remember that <laughs> show. Yeah, that that literally got canceled. Half not. I think he didn't even make it six episodes. It, it was, and you, you knew he didn't even care because it was just like him in the city. He, he lived in Manhattan, and he was like a grumpy old man, and he he uh, had a little dog. Yeah. <laughs> just, okay, but he's not going to say fuck. What the, what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but there's actors where when they do stuff like that, you're like, okay, he needs it. Uh, Jimmy Jimmy Fallon is that his name? Well, you got Jimmy Fallon. You got who's the which, one? Who's the one that's doing the fucking? There's another one. He's like doing Geico commercials. Oh, oh no, no, he's um, he's like, what what's it? in your wallet? What is that? Capital One. Yeah, what's in your wallet? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Your... That's Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, what's in your shallow fucking soul? You're shilling for fucking credit cards. What, you, you, you have Alec nothing Baldwin else to... too. Alec Baldwin too. Yeah, yeah. There you go. To Alec Baldwin. What? What? Do you, what? Why? Why? Is it just? Oh, here's a job. I'll take it. I mean, 
And you know what? If 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 they're rich, but they dug themselves deep enough where oh gee, you know I I'm gonna lose this house or whatever, or because I fucked around so much now I now I've got alimony issues. You know what? You you're making millions of dollars and you fucked that up, and now you're gonna shill for a fucking credit card company. You're an ass. I think we've we've officially uh, crossed over into strangers. I no well no we're still talking about actors. It's just uh huh. It upsets me when I see these actors doing commercials like this. At least, at least some of them have the good sense that when they do commercials, they do them overseas, for like Japan, or something like that. So oh, we yeah. never see those commercials. I mean that. I you know, I'll give you that. <laughs> the one commercial, and you know what? I don't even know if it's a Capital One commercial or not, but it's the one with Conan O'Brien. Where uh, he does a foreign commercial because his agent talks him into it and says everyone's doing them, and he does it and it's like him like half naked, and it's a German commercial. <laughs> mm, I remember that. Well, that was actually too. funny. It was actually funny. Yeah, well, and that that's true. They do them, and again, Conan who got fucked over majorly. Yeah, Did you say he Conan? needs the money. What? You what said that? Conan. Yeah. It's Conan. Same thing. It's. It's spelled the same, right? Yeah, I'm expecting Mako to jump out and go, Ugh. Conan O'Brien. Conan! Yeah. <laughs> the, only reason they, the only reason they emphasize Conan is because of Conan. Otherwise, people be, they'd be calling him Conan. So I'm calling him Conan. <laughs> Fuck that. Uh, let me tell you a tale of high adventure. <laughs> I used to have that for my fucking uh, outgoing uh, answering machine message. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was that lame. It was that whole opening. Let me tell you a tale of high adventure, and then it was like the music. Dun, 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 dun. Leave a message after the beat. Beep. <laughs> I, I yeah, I wasn't getting life. laid at that point in my life. Fuck it. <laughs> it's worth it. That's yeah. If it's choose later, that go. Oh to that. God, I did so many of those. I did one I that one. sounded sounded like you called a strip club, and I had strip club music. Dancing tonight is Cindy, Sarah, Jenny. It's like, oh, it's like, Jesus Christ. I wish I could find some of these. I'd, I I'd play them. It was that my bad. Favorite, my favorite one I had, it was like three minutes long. <laughs> it was like the whole opening to Spectrum Man. The, 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 like, the shitty uh, uh, Japanese. Oh, God, uh, really? Yeah, it, it, was a, <laughs> it was literally the whole opening theme song. And in the middle, I said, leave a message. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we would uh, we would do these answering machine messages and we'd try and outdo each other. That was the whole reason why we were doing them. And you know, I did one for Conan. I did a strip club one. I did uh, what was it? It was a medical facility. You know, thank you for calling. Blah 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 blah. You've reached. Da, 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 leave a message after the and then and, you know beep. <laughs> the whole point was the person on the other end going, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> that was the whole point of it. Um, we gotta bring I, that. We have to bring that back. We could you easily know, every, do that every, for our phones. That's what I'm saying. Everything's ringtones now, but nobody has like the cool answering machine messages anymore. We have to start doing that on our phones now. We have to get away from this fucking uh, country music ring. Uh, listen to Iggy Break Your Heart for 30 seconds, and so I don't while I don't answer your phone. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> there's got to be a different way around that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I wonder if I could, if I still have that old answering machine because it was just a regular cassette tape. That play oh, I don't, all I don't these messages. Oh. You know, it's it's funny. There's um I'm trying to remember what movie it is. 
and I think I've mentioned it on the show. There's a movie that that shows the answering machine that I used to have. And this thing was ancient. And it was in this film. And in the film, it shows that it's blinking in a very specific way. And I knew, and it was playing back the message. It might have been something like Fatal Beauty or something like that. Uh, or Jumping Jack Flash. I forget what it is. But it was an 80s film. So in the film, it's showing the, the answering machine blinking a certain way. And because I own the same answering machine, I was like, yeah, it's rewinding. That's not actually playing a message. <laughs> and it was only because I own the machine. I had the I exact see model. You motherfuckers. I, I this is it is not playing a fucking uh, recording right now. It is actually rewinding. <laughs> uh, there's a scene on uh, in Staying Alive where she she does literally a three to four minute singing number where she's just singing and crying and looking at Travolta because he's dicked her over for like the tenth time, you know, and. <laughs> She's just so emotional when she's singing. And it's supposed to... Like, they show her, they show Travolta, and he's, like, wide-eyed and staring at her, and what she's saying is supposed to be affecting him because what she's singing about is him being an asshole and fucking her over and cheating on her and all kinds of shit like that. And it sucks. That's what you're supposed to feel, and it's a, it's a fucking foul ball <laughs> in the fucking, you know, uh, just... Ugh. And then he storms out of there. He's like, yeah, fuck this. Yeah, fuck Sandy. Wait, it's the wrong movie. Keep saying the wrong movie, Sandy. You're you my can't dream say girl. it enough, sir. <laughs> so we've actually gone an hour uh, to Plus, review a film that only one of us watched. I Again, I, I'm <laughs> dreadfully sorry. It will not happen again. Let's hope not. It will not, I promise. Uh, do you want okay. to rate uh, Staying Alive? Let's go ahead and rate it. It's a 4.1 on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Um, I would actually go 3 on this one. I think I 4 is too close to average. Since I did not watch the film, I will agree. Because it, it's getting too close to average status. Uh, the, the dance numbers are too long. The singing sessions are too long. The acting is just atrocious. There's very few scenes in the movie where you actually like the characters that are on screen. Um, it's just an all-around flub. So I, I say three. Done. It's a, it's a 4.1 uh, from 8,700 users. 17.2% and 17... Uh, Basically, 1,500 people gave it a 5. 1,500 people gave it a 4. That's kind of... So, it's, so, so it's, it's generally uh, acknowledged as an average film. Yeah. It's right. way worse than that, though. Oh, sure. Um, and then 1,100 people or 1,200 people gave it a 3. So... Females under 18 gave it a 6.9, probably because, you know, Travolta's sporting an 8-pack. He's fucking naked in, like, half the film, isn't he? Yeah. Half naked, or... Yeah. What do you expect? It's pretty ridiculous. 
So, so do you have a movie challenge for me, or is this going to be on a? Uh, no, no, it no. Out I, later? I, I, I can easily grab one again. Stallone, Travolta. There's a lot of choices I can make, but I, I really think that I want to go ahead and and choose um, uh, Runaway. <laughs> okay. Are you sure we haven't done Runaway? I'm positive. We've talked about Runaway because we did Looker. And we did the whole Michael Crichton, you know, director, writer right. thing. And we mentioned Runaway in that aspect, but, but we never have actually done a full-fledged review on it. Okay. Then, then and we and I, haven't, have I haven't watched it since I was a little kid. And to be honest, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, Tom Selleck and uh, Gene Simmons in Runaway when Gene Simmons thought he was going to have an acting career <laughs> and very well time. could and very well could have if he pursued it but I, I think he he decided to not to because there are a lot worse actors than Gene Simmons that have had careers no I, as far as musicians that have, have tried to cross over I think he could have done more than he did yeah maybe it was yeah. just too much work <laughs> I mean wanted dead or alive Rucker Hauer, where he plays, I think he plays like a Libyan terrorist uh-huh. or something, and he's oh, got like a full beard and all that. It just, I remember seeing that when I was a kid, and I didn't know that was Gene Simmons for the longest time. I'm like, oh shit, that's the guy from Kiss. That, <laughs> that is up there. That's gonna be one of my favorite Rucker Hauer films. Yeah, I don't even think I have that. I love that movie. I don't have it either. I especially love the ending of that movie too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta that's love the like, ending of that. That's just one of those those like uh, cheesy action films. Where Cinemax all the late lines, night special. But like all the line, all the, all the cheesy lines are actually cool. Yeah. And Rucker Hauer, I mean, he's done a lot of shit. And for and he's, I'm not gonna say he's a great actor, but he's great when he finds roles that really just he's able to pull off. I think the best worst film he ever did was Split Second. Oh yeah. Best line in that bad. movie. Go ahead. I know you know it. Uh, I, not, it's been a while. More guns. Oh, <laughs> bigger, bigger guns. Was it bigger guns? I thought it was more guns. We need bigger guns. <laughs> God, I remember seeing Split Second in a theater. Yeah, I, I saw uh, with Gary. Did you see with Gary? Did, did we all go? Did we all go together? I think we did because we were watching at the beginning. Uh, Rucker Hauer comes out, like, kicks a garbage can and stuff, and then Gary leans over to me and goes, he's a cop that doesn't play by the rules. <laughs> I want to say I was there for that. I really do. It, it's, it had great it had great uh, actors, and it had a great atmosphere, and it had a great attitude, and the only thing it didn't have was uh, a great screenplay. It was yeah. one of those things where they, they had to give you, like, uh, a puzzle to solve, and the puzzle is so... It's, it's like, remember, Jan, remember January Man? Oh, yeah. What, Kevin Klein? Kevin Klein, where he's supposed to yeah. track down a serial killer. And all the, like everything they, they solve to find a serial killer is, like, fucking ludicrous. <laughs> yeah. Oh, obviously. Obviously, he's picking he's picking windows and buildings to, uh, to, to uh, recreate a musical bar from a song he knew as a child. What the fuck did that? <laughs> really? You just came up with that. What, what? Was that... Was January Man... Uh, was that uh, based off of a book? By any chance? I have no idea. And I because actually want to go back. What's interesting that, you know, about you mentioning January Man is I've been doing a lot of upgrades uh, for the library system that I work for. 
I'm going to every single library over the span of a year. And literally just a week ago, somebody came to the circulation desk and said, oh, I have January Man on reserve. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> did, you, did you ask why? Well, I was there. I was doing, you know, I was working on a computer and I just looked over and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, what? <laughs> like you do? <laughs> Are you? Ho- and then when well, when the patron left, I'm like, did that person just take out January, man? <laughs> and, and they're like, yeah, they just did. So I'm wondering, and I ne- and I never thought of it again until just this second. It's like, is it based off of a book? And I know it's kind of cliche that I was working in a library and someone grabbed a film. But is it because they might have read the book and they now want to see the film or vice versa? Well, quick way to find out. Um, just look that up real quick. I'm just very curious now. No, no. It is not based off a novel. No original writings by, even? It was written by John Patrick Shanley, who uh, also wrote uh, Moonstruck, Joe versus the Volcano. Wow. Alive, Congo. So he's... he's Pretty hit or miss. Apache's right. mostly miss. Uh, it looks like it, it looks like Moonstruck did well, so he he got work. But right. January Man bombed. Joe versus Volcano bombed. He wrote Alive, but I don't know how well that did. Uh, that, I think it. I think it. It was a better film than what it was given credit for, as far as the box office. I think everybody um, wanted to see cannibalism, and what they got was like two hours of people slowly starving to death. Yeah, and. But um, how does January Man make it to someone's movie list? You know, it's like, are you like a huge Kevin Klein fan? And say, like, you know, I never saw January Man. <laughs> well, I, I should re- I should visit that film. Well, you know what? I, I, I'm revisiting it now. So, I will have it very very soon. It's like you know, I really liked Kevin Klein and French Kiss. Let me see what else he's done. <laughs> Now, French I Kiss, know. I will not be revisiting. Thank you very much. Um, I actually don't hate that film. I've, Sur- never, as, I've as, never seen it. Surprisingly enough, I don't hate that film. I actually like Kevin Klein as an arrogant uh, French person. He, he, he plays the role very well. He, uh, he actually pulls it off really, really well. Um, but... Uh, but yeah, I, I won't actually say that I I don't like that film. It's more funny than it is romantic. Let's put it that way. So that's why I think I like it. It's, it's a little hard to track down too because there's there are so many. Uh, Dead, Dead or Alive is a very popular title for uh, films and games and stuff. So well, sure, even you know uh, what's wanted, Dead or Alive. Right. Yeah, I mean Bon Jovi had a song called Wanted Dead or Alive. So, I mean, you're probably going to get Bon Jovi hits as well. You could probably have to put the year with that title, and you probably get better results. All right, we're rambling. <laughs> we should go ahead and end the show. I, somehow we made it from staying alive to January, man. <laughs> but yes, your challenge is run away. And, run uh, away. I, actually, All right. I, I, I look I forward to I, it. I think I revisited that like last year, so it's kind of fresh in my head. So it's gonna, I have to go back for a quick, quick rewatch. Now, next week's show, um, I'm not going to oh. even. I'm actually not even going to ask if we should do it on this day. We have to do it on this day, or we got to skip a week. 
is we got to record on Wednesday because next right. week is Thanksgiving. That's correct. And maybe we'll announce ahead of time for recording and stuff. It'll right. be our pre-Thanksgiving. Well, you know what? Is, should we watch a Thanksgiving movie instead and like postpone our challenge for a week? A Thanksgiving I film. I don't we know. Th- I mean, we can't, well, I mean, we could do that. I can't think what, of anything right now. You know what? I mean, let, let's do this. Let's just plan on talking about like Thanksgiving-related films. Let's okay. keep it vague. Let's, let's do a holiday film. Then if, if you can get it up in time, it'll actually be on iTunes for Thanksgiving. We'll just call it Thanksgiving episode. And we'll just talk about any, uh, I mean, childhood films that we watched on Thanksgiving, films about Thanksgiving, right. uh, films that we give thanks for. Okay. <laughs> that without getting cheesy, uh, maybe that's something. And, and then after that, we'll we'll come back and, and start fresh after uh, Christmas, after Thanksgiving. Uh, okay. With with that. I mean, I'm off. I, I have a very short. I am. I work Monday and Tuesday, and then I'm off for five days, which is awesome. So there's no reason why I won't be able to get yeah. uh, get the uh, the podcast up on <sighs> iTunes. I've been very bad with that lately, like very very bad. Oh. Oh, because I've yeah. been I've been working Dude, like a madman. Speaking of which, uh, I'll mention it on the show now, just in case anybody's listening uh, and decides to go back uh, or has gone back and didn't bother telling us what they found out. Remember our episode that we did on Terrorvision? Yeah, that is not posted. What do you mean it's not posted? Of course it's posted. It, uh, no, another episode is posted in its place. Really? What's posted really? in its place? Uh, the episode be- oh, uh, before or after it. Um, look it up real quick, and I can tell you the t- tell you which one. It's either the one before it or the one after it. All right. Well, you know what? Let's end the show, and I'll look it up. You know, before. Well, no, uh, I want the people to know. I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go to our website, moviesugtastic.com. All right, I'll and, do the same uh, thing. And you can, you can tell them where else they can find our stuff while I'm doing that. Oh, I can't click on those links. Joey. Those links are blocked by fucking live stream, motherfucker. Joey, Joey. Yes, sir. Start. Yes. Where where else can we find movie sucktastic stuff? Well, if I can click on the right fucking button. Here we Patrick. go. Patrick. Patrick. Patrick is. We have Patrick up twice. It's episode one twenty and one twenty one. Oh. The one twenty one set provision. But wait a minute. Is it? The MP3s are correct, but the title is wrong. Is that what it is? No. Title's correct, but the MP3 is wrong. Terrorvision is just the replay of Patrick. I think I fixed that, but because I haven't uploaded the last two episodes, it hasn't been fixed. That I, I believe I fixed it, but I haven't uploaded the updated iTunes. Um, okay. So, I'll, all right. I'll double check. All right. Okay. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us for episode 126 of Movie Sucktastic. You can go to our website at moviesucktastic.com and download all of our episodes there. Or you can listen to them right there on the site as well. You can also watch the live stream uh, because we are live every week, 8 o'clock on Thursdays. And uh, you can go to livestream.com slash moviesucktastic and watch it there as well. 8.30 sometimes. 8.30, yeah. It's it's only been 8.30 because I'm being murdered at work. So 8.30, so we'll call it 8.30. All right. You can also go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. Everything we post from trailers to our episodes are there as well. You can go to our Tumblr page at tumblr.com slash moviesucktastic. No. Is that right? 
Is it moviesucktastic.tumblr.com? Sure. It's one of those. Uh, you can leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. You can email us at themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. Yes, sir. That's it. It's true. That's correct. That, that's about it. That's it. That'd be it, y'all. And then we'll be. Be- I'll be better prepared next week, I promise. Sorry about that, everybody. Are sorry, you sure? Sorry. Sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Oh, sorry. okay. Okay, very good. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.